0: You can't handle the truth. Talk the talk. Do you walk the walk?
1: Active FM, I'm back with my friend Luando. Yeah. I think sometimes we should actually record our show before. It's like 10 minutes before the show because you speak quite deep things there and, and <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that's been said and it's like that when you're on the radio you're almost aware of your audience you're like don't say anything wrong don't. Yeah. and then when you go when, you, when the radio's off, the mic's off, you talk different. Not you, 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 me. You open your heart. We, yeah. we open our hearts, you know. So oh, maybe one say, day.
0: Is it me?
1: No, no, us. Oh. Us. You see, he's offensive, right? He's no, like, no, no, no. Nah. He's mocking me. me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm asking. I'm talking about me as well. So, so okay. there are certain topics I'm aware that I don't ever want to um, say something about somebody if they're not in yeah. my presence. So I have, I have someone that came to me the other day and they accused someone of something. So I picked up my phone. I started dialing to get the guy. Mm. Said, the guy says, what are you doing? What are you doing? I said, we're going to find the guy. We're going to confront him. Mm. No, no, no. I don't want. To. I said, don't come and tell me nonsense.
0: Yeah.
1: I once had a, a couple come to my church. I saw these two new people sitting second row from the front. Mm. So I walked up to them. Hi, hey, how are you? So I said, where are you guys from? No, we're from that pastor down there. I said, oh, yeah. you know." And they start talking about this guy. Oh, so yeah. while they're talking, i got my phone and I start dialing. And they don't notice what I'm doing. They're talking and they're really saying ugly things about this pastor. Mm. Put him on speakerphone. Hey, Pastor So-and-so, I've got so-and-so yeah. I think we need to have a meeting after church. I've got some accusations. Mm. These people's faces, they were like you could just see, they went silent. (laughs) Yeah. After they came, no, I didn't I said, Don't come here and talk about other pastors that I know, that I personally know, that are doing work in the south. Yeah. And one of the big things, pastors go through a tough time. Yeah. Um, I wonder, when, when I took over my ministry, when I took over from the pastor there 20 odd years ago, mm. we, they handed us over and, uh, to the church and they said, listen, these are the new pastors. Mm-hmm. From that week, <clears throat> we would be taking the finances and um, we will be taking the finances. I will start going through the book. Here's one person every week, they they giving a 200 or I can't remember the exact amount. Every week I see this lady go right back. For years, every week she gets 200 bucks, something like a grand, 1,200 a month. She comes in, I look there, I say to the guy that's handing out the finances, what is this for? No, no, it's, uh, it's for her bread and cigarettes. I said, bread and cigarettes, where does she live? I get in my car, we go down there. She, she didn't need bread and cigarettes. She had a job. She had three people living there with paying rent. Hmm. So I sit down with her, I say, Yo, was she upset? I said, no, no, we're not supplying that anymore. And Mm. I'm not mocking smoking, but you know what? (laughs) Stop smoking. Mm. You're poor. You say you're poor. Poor people don't need cigarettes. And then there was another family. They were paying their rent every month. But the guy was actually working for me. Mm. So I pulled him in. I said, I'm I'm stopping this. I will never come back to this church, he says. Mm. I said, thank you very much. (laughs) We have a wrong picture of the church. Mm. You know, I always say to to young pastors that are going out into ministry and that, when a person comes to your ministry or your church, the first thing they need is Jesus. They need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. They will come back for that. If they're coming there just for food, they always come back for the food. And when the food stops, they're done. Mm. So be very careful what you're giving the people. To get them there because we made i've made those mistakes mm. shame mate. Hey, let's open a, a clothing store here just give to the poor hey those people start coming to church i'm like wow praise god we we're growing we've got a revival here the clothes ran out and so did the people mm. uh, it's a human nature so um, the picture that people have of of the church is is, is quite bad mm. you know i've had people that that rented houses from me yeah. And they won't pay rent. And then they, they say to me, but you're a pastor. I say, well, you've got to get out. And you call yourself a pastor? Yeah. I'm like, yes. So you, you take advantage of me. The one lady came, showed us a lot of money. I said to her, listen, you've got to move on in that. I said, and how are you going to pay this? She says, no, I spoke to Jesus. He's fine. He says, I don't have to pay you. Mm. That type of thing. The, the pastors get abused by their congregations, not all of them, but they, they don't have the honor that they're supposed to give for the pastor. Mm. And um, from experience, you know, it's a very small amount of people in a congregation that actually assist the pastor. We talk about becoming uh, mature. Yeah. How long are you going to stay in a church until you realize the vision of that church? Or you, you say, I follow that pastor until he tackles you on, on your sin or he starts to say, hey, what's going on in your marriage? Here? Mm. Then all of a sudden he's an idiot. So we we have this thing that the church has become a, a dumping ground for all our nonsense mm. and then when things get tough or something gets challenged people get very upset so yeah not easy and I feel for pastors that there's a lot of pastors specifically in the south of Johannesburg even through COVID they never had food mm. other pastors actually had to put parcels together and go and feed these pastors mm. where was their congregation? Mm. the ones that they'd fed through the years you know so I don't know why we got on this topic. I've lost my trail of thought. But yeah.
0: And so um, that, on on a note, because uh, obviously it's a problem. But would you think that would have happened to Jesus? I mean, if it if if if, to. If, 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 you, if if it did happen, but he, he did not go hungry.
1: Yeah. Look.
0: Because if you go uh,
1: in Mark six verse sixty six. Yeah. A lot of them, he, you know, he was teaching on, on the, the breaking of bread. He yeah. said, you must eat my body and drink of my blood. Yeah. So there, I think it was 144 of them said, we can't take this teaching and left him. These were the ones that walked with Jesus. They were so close to Jesus. Yeah. They saw the miracles. They were in the presence of Jesus. They left him because they couldn't cope with the teaching.
0: So the question is, would have Jesus specific uh, allowed his ministry to depend on? On, because he knew where these people people's hearts were. Yeah, absolutely. So I I don't think Jesus would have actually allowed his ministry to depend on people yeah. that he knows they they're really not rooted. Absolutely. And I think somehow that's that that that's 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 a problem that we 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 have, is that you 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 can lead a church. I'm not a pastor, mm. you know, but leadership is leadership, and God gives leadership. So, leading church with a poverty mindset where everything or your ministry depends on 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 people who are not to understand who are not committed you know what i mean i believe that's that's the reason why we have to do discipleship and that's why christ actually did discipleship and because i believe those women that were were behind jesus and were supporting jesus they never left they were still there yes. when jesus when jesus, um, was in the grave and the, the, the apostles they went into the grave they left but one of the women still remained yes. and i believe that was actually he empowered those women mm. and what you find is that because of lack of of leadership if in fact because of lack of what of vision my people perish mm. that people you find that there are people uh, uh leading congregations and all that but they they actually know they don't have visions mm. you know what i'm people it's like you you're telling me that god has called me but god has said nothing about the vision to understand then I, I go start ministry but i actually don't know what i'm doing
1: you just want to do to show uh, that pastor do you understand what we've, i'm saying we've had over the years many 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 people come to us and say you yeah. know what? i will show you how it's done yeah i'm like go for it you need support no i don't need you yeah few weeks thing falls apart the the calling of god carries with it uh, thick skin yeah okay you you have to have a thick skin because you're dealing with first of all you're dealing with different nations Mm. then you're dealing with different ages different sexes Mm. and different mindsets different different upbringings different cultures so each person has an understanding of this is how this pastor must treat me yeah Um, and, and it's very very difficult do you know that uh, in Jesus' ministry, the, the Bible says there were two women that sustained him. There yeah. were two business women that sustained Jesus. You know? Yeah. Um, how, why? Well, I, my, my, my belief is that there were others called and they didn't. Yeah. You know? Um, and it, it's, we talk about the vision. Mm. Sometimes God gives a man a vision mm. and you're called to follow that vision. And, and many men or many people want their own vision. But God's not giving it to them. Yeah. So their purpose is, is you've been called to that ministry and and you have to follow and support and serve. Jesus served the people. Yeah. And what happens in a ministry many times is people want to be served. They, yeah. they they come there with a mindset this this these people are gonna serve me. This is what I need. I need money, I need yeah. this, I need that. Yeah. And and it's very difficult because uh they would think I mean we've had thousands of people pitch up at the church and say, yeah. we, we hear you got houses here. Yes, we do. Well, can I have one? We're in desperate need.
0: Can, can, I, yeah. can I ask you a, a question? Why doesn't... Because uh, um, I've, I've had different people, they, they, they preach. Obviously, people have uh, different ways. God speaks to people in, a, mm-hmm. in, in different ways. Yeah. Um, why doesn't have, like, a church have an investment? Why doesn't a church have... Um, because I feel like sometimes people, de- there are times where seasons are not the same. Mm. So you find that there's a time where church has cash. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and they can afford, they can do greater things. But the problem is, again, lack of leadership. They're not mm. thinking about church having an investment. They're not thinking about church having property. You know what I'm saying? So that the church itself you know even when the the, the the something is happening in terms of the economy but the church itself can go on supporting itself mm. if you if you actually look at at paul himself you know what i'm saying if if paul actually depended on on people he he was going to have a big trouble and i th- i think somehow the biggest thing is actually what its 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 leadership and there are people probably who are the apostles who're supposed to be training other Mm. pastors you know what i'm saying how to actually get get it right because if you as a pastor you you you, you you're not equipped financially how can you lead people and help them financially okay, there's different office yeah.
1: there's different offices in the church yeah a pastor ideally should not be dealing with the finances remember the 12 disciples uh, they came together and they they they, they gave those um, feeding the people yeah. and, and to the deacons. Yeah, the Bible says they had to go and seek the Lord's face and hear from God. Yeah, so you have to put people in, that are in that right office. So somebody that's a pastor rightly shouldn't be fi- handling the finances. Yeah, because that's what happened with us. We, we we take over the finances and the finances that come in were given away. Yeah, so it's because the pastor had a pastor's heart. These people are hungry, feed them. Yeah, you see. So ideally. You should have someone that deals with finance to handle the finance. But it's so not. So,
0: as a pastor, don't you oversee?
1: You oversee it, yeah. but you don't control it. Yeah. Because you have to give it away. Yeah. Okay. But here's the problem. Uh, let's take a church. Let's use an area that we all know, South Hills, in the south of Johannesburg. Mm. Those pastors are battling. There's a lot of churches that are battling. They don't have the extra cent. So, we, you're pulling from the poor. So, the church is in a poor area. So, who do you pull to your church? You pull poor people. So, we're saying, do they have something over? No, they don't. So, the church in that area does good things for the neighborhood and that, but they never ever going to have what the bigger churches have.
0: Definitely. But I don't think that should be an an excuse because Mm. Jesus came from the most poorest place than South Hills, but he still made it.
1: Okay, so yeah. look at the ladies that sustained him. The scripture says, if you give you, it, it shall be given to you, pressed and shaken together. Who will give it to you? Yeah. Man. Man will give into your bosom. Yeah. So we can say, okay, we're trusting God for this, but who does God use? He yeah. uses man. So if the man comes to your ministry and gets the vision, say, okay, we can see what we're doing here. Let's, we follow this thing. Mm. But, but many, many men are so focused on what God's got to give them. So it's like, I'm tithing now. Now I'm giving a bit of money. Yeah. God has to bless me. Uh, I, I don't know. Then your mindset's wrong and I don't believe that the Lord can bless that because you're giving with the wrong motive. So when you're speaking like that, you, you, I'm looking at, there's some churches in poor areas, they they, they, they survive, okay? Mm. And people are givers and they bless and they move and things happen. But when you're in a, in a and I'm going to use the cultural aspect of this, there's some cultures that just don't, Get into a place of okay let 's bless let 's give let 's yeah. do something for this congregation yeah, yeah. so uh, for me specifically, it was a very, very uh, uh, challenging thing, and pe- perhaps it was one of my weaknesses yeah. to to try and force and encourage the church to give. Mm. I knew that there were maybe ten or eight or ten people in my ministry that were supplying the needs of our church of four hundred yeah. And and to try and get that mindset to change to swift to shift, it's not an easy thing. Yeah, because a lot of and yes, this is where, where there's always challenge. People, uh, pastor, will come and say yes, we are only growing. I will say okay, how many of those people come from other churches? Yeah, a oh, lot. You're not growing. You've taken from another pond, yeah. and now they're going to come and do yeah. exactly what they've done there in here. Yeah. So what is your your growth rate in South Africa? If we say that eighty seven percent of South Africa are Christians. Hmm. That means the whole of South Africa should be children of God. Yeah. No one's out there ministering. So what happens is they take a Sunday morning, the pastor is the minister, and they wait for him to do everything. He's the one that No, you called to be a minister. Yeah. You are called. How long because the Bible says it's a fivefold ministry to do what? For the yeah. equipping of the saints. Yeah. How long does it take you to be equipped? How long i've seen people sit in churches 20 30 years i talk talked to them they've never not once in 30 years yeah. m- brought someone to the lord never yeah and and that that for me is concerning yeah so a lot of churches we focus around the finances and say you know we need money we need chairs we need curtains blah blah. but the people that are sitting there even the ones that are tithing some of them don't know the lord yeah. i have a friend of mine She lived in a place called Firafort. it's just beyond Paris in the Free State. Mm -hmm. And she started helping in the townships. And then she heard there were three pastors there that were in the community, so she set up a lunch for them. She had a bit of money, so she was uh, helping, you know. Only to take those three pastors, two of them, she led to the Lord at that lunch table. Mm. They'd been ministering for more than five years in the area. They had a black shirt with a white collar, and they were just helping people and the people called them pastor. Mm. They never knew what it meant to give your heart to the Lord yeah. Jesus. And I'm saying how many people in the, con- in the churches, and, and this is where I speak about uh, the pro- prosperity gospel, yeah. people think that when you're prospering that means you are with God. Not true.
0: Yeah.
1: There's so many people that give, they're big givers, and, and they, they push into the congregations in, in wealthy churches, they have no idea about holiness. They have no idea about um, giving your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, having the Holy Spirit fill your life, and that your life starts changing in the fruits. Yeah. They have no fruits. So just because they're able to give, and you know what? Let me ask you this question. Do you know that if you, you don't even know about God, and you give, you'll be blessed? You know It's a, that? It's a law. It's a law. It's a principle. Yeah. So when you're using the principle you say, if I give, I shall receive, that's cool. Mm. Many people think, wow, that guy's wealthy. You see that the car, his house, God's blessing him. No, no, the law is blessing you. Mm. You're under a, a covenant thing. Mm. So we mustn't think that these churches that have got the money and the people are flashy are blessed by God. Mm. Could be the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah, the possible. churches that could be blessed are the ones that are in Zimbabwe right now. They don't have electricity. They've got nothing, but they're calling on the Lord. Yeah. And they're praying and seeking. And through this difficult time, they are still clinging to God.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know that um, the, the biggest church in the whole world, not uh, uh, domination, yeah. the biggest church, China. F- full gospel, yeah. um, uh, By passed away. Pastor Yonggi Cho. Yonggi Cho. Yeah. yeah in, in South Korea. Yeah. Do you know where they began?
1: The underground. They,
0: they were so... They, remember in, in 1963, around 1963, South Korea was regarded as one of the poorest countries mm-hmm. in the yeah. whole world. Yeah. And he had to actually preach. God was, was gi- giving him vision hmm. to see the impossible. Things that were not existing at that time. Hmm. You know? and he had people around him yes that were poor but how those people were going to make it in life depended on the vision that he had you see what i'm saying and most of the times it's it's as much as people have a responsibility to tie but as a pastor you have a responsibility to actually guide people show them teach them train Mm. them you know what i'm saying because most of the times like um i'm not interested in your success Mm i'm interested in in what you need to do at church, you mm. see what i'm saying and and this is the thing. do you empower people in terms of the work that they do yeah, you seems. know w- when Christ actually preached, he preached a lot about money mm. you know what i'm he, he, more than pre- anything else he, he preached a lot about money, so which means he 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 had what he had understanding, yeah. so even the women that were actually close to him, they were not close to him. Uh, and support his ministry out of themselves not because he empowered them and he put them on that path Mm. because that is the responsibility of a leader and i think somehow is that we can have many people in the congregation but somehow you as a leader you have to contribute in terms of their success Mm. because most of the times what i'm noticing is that we we, even we, we preach the gospel but we sort of miss we think God is all about, you know, we think God is in heaven and is listening to our prayers and mm, all that. She, Jesus said, my father to this day is at work. But when you look at us, what work are we doing? What are we producing? You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and that's missing. That, that's actually missing. When you think there's no way that you will understand the kingdom of God and have a poverty mindset. Mm. Absolutely. The, 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 there's no okay, way. Let me
1: throw mm. a, a thing in here. Bible says in times, yeah. will, you will be arrested. You will be put in prison. Yeah. Okay? There's coming a time where it's going to be so difficult. And I believe we're on the crux of that right yeah. now in, in, in the world today. Okay? Yeah. So let me ask you this question. You see, we can chase the, the financial side of it. Yeah. But listen to what Paul says. He says, I've had nothing and I've been content with it. I've had just enough. I've been content. Yeah. And I've had a lot and I've been content. Yeah. Those are three places that God can test you. When we talk about the prosperity gospel, Mm. people, and and hear me with this, people are thinking that if I serve Jesus, I'm going to prosper. Yeah. Well, the Bible says, I pray you prosper as your soul prospers. So when Christ comes in you, you are the most prosperous person on the planet. Yeah. The physical has to follow. But what happens when God puts you through a trial? What happens when that trial and that test is 20 years? You see? Yeah. So, So we need to be very careful when we're saying, you know, uh, if you give, you you gonna be a multimillionaire. Yeah, because I can tell you now. But that's
0: that's totally wrong. Yeah, you see what I, that that's totally wrong. But I believe as 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 a leader, mm. you you need to be able to go to the most poorest place, mm. like what happened in Yongicho. Mm. Uh, sorry, in in, in Pastor Yongi Cho Church, mm. they were the most poorest country. They were in the most poorest region, but what how god actually elevated them you know what i'm saying and i believe somehow that you need to be able as a leader to actually have people who are not doing well but because of the leadership that god has placed in you you can actually transform them to do better to understand what i'm saying so you don't find yourself after 20 years you have to close the church what's wrong with your leadership you know do you know that money is nothing money honestly money is nothing um when ezra approached the king uh uh, cyrus the king said ask me anything obviously he 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 extended the the scepter and said ask me and i'll give you half of my kingdom but you know what jesus says he says little flock do not worry or be afraid because your father has given you the kingdom not half of the kingdom you know the whole kingdom God has actually given you the whole kingdom. Mm. So where does that actually place your mind? Because you, you, you can be in in prison, but guess what? Inside, inside you 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 you, you have a different mindset. You can be su- it's so sad when you're suffering inside and when you're suffering outside. And the problem is that we have many people, our brothers and sisters, they suffering inside, they suffering outside.
1: So think about that. Let's go to Zimbabwe as a perfect country. Yeah. Many people, they are calling out on the Lord. For them to prosper might just mean today I have a plate of food.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: In America, for them to prosper, you become a millionaire or billionaire. Yeah. So we need to be very, very, very careful to say, okay, what is prosperity in the kingdom of God? Yeah. Just to make it through the day for somebody. That's why the Bible says the faith is amongst the poor. Yeah. And it says the very wealthy, now listen to this, because we're calling out, no, no, Christians must be wealthy. Mm. Guess what Jesus said about the wealthy? He said it's very, very difficult for a rich man to get into the kingdom of God. Yeah. Why would he say that? Because you start to put your trust in the wealth. Yeah. Okay. So um, a lot of churches have closed down over COVID. So let me ask your opinion on this. If a church closed down during COVID, was it the leadership's fault? Or the church's fault
0: it's the 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 leadership fault it ends with the leadership everything rises and falls on 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 leadership and i'm not leadership comes from god so if you if you if if you you look at the book of revelation and it speaks about which it says i will remove the, 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 the 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 lamb or you can correct me, mm. I will take I will remove the lamp from you and that lamp actually represents what leaders. does. Uh, well, uh, the lamp is the Holy Spirit. I'm not sure if I'm saying was it the stars, but specific, it was speaking about uh, You're talking about Revelation. Reve- yeah, yeah, the the churches that you were speaking to. to. Remove the lamp. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's, uh, the, removing the lamp is a picture of him. Yeah. But the, the, you following the light. Yeah. So he's going to remove that. So you, look this brings around the debate yeah. which I think we will discuss one day yeah. is, are you born again once saved always? Yeah. You know, are you always are you always saved or can you lose your salvation
0: I believe you can yeah. Yeah.
1: so when he speaks about the church he says "Okay, you guys are going a different direction I yeah. remove the light I remove the direction Yeah. So, so for me I look at many 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 ministries yeah. that have closed during COVID I believe that there was a purpose in COVID I'm not mm. saying God uh, created COVID, but yeah. he knew it was coming. He, <laughs> our God doesn't sleep. He yeah. knew it was coming and it was used to cause separation and division. So the, the, the good things that happened out of COVID yeah. was the people that were in the congregations that fell away very quickly. Mm. So I'll give you an example. You can, as I'll say, you can take a water, you can't make him drink. When you're leading someone, and I think of Jesus, in the end of the day, how many people were following him?
0: It's 12 people. 12
1: people. Yeah. I mean, his mother, his and sister.
0: That, that's, okay. that, that's, all, that's actually what I'm saying. Yeah. That most of the times, you can find people. They remember Christ at a congregation, you know? And most of us, when we have a big congregation, how many people will stay behind? That's what I'm saying. You see Jesus, what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Jesus took 12 men up to go and pray in the mountain. Yeah. He walked up and he left, he took three with him. Mm. Then he left those three to go and pray. Yeah. So there's levels. When you speak about definitely, leadership,
0: definitely. there's levels. Yeah.
1: And there's levels of understanding. Yeah. There's some people that are born again that really don't get it. The, the, there's, a, there's a blockage in their mind. They just don't get yeah. it. They will go to heaven, but they just don't understand what Christ has for them. Mm. So when the time of testing comes, and mm. we are going to go through it now, mm. I believe over the last few years the lord has put his children through a lot of tests yeah i've sitting with a lot of christian people that over the last five six seven years have battled but they've not lost their faith yeah you know my bible says you will go through a test yeah so definitely we need to look at that and say okay am i in a time of testing there's one thing that i have had on my mind for a while now god's timing is not our timing true okay so here's the, the the crux of what happens with time. If you take time as a blessing, you say, okay, this, I'm relying on God's timing, time will be a blessing. But if you're taking time as a curse, every day you're going to say, Lord, when is this thing going to happen? Mm. You see? And the problem with that is then you start praying negative prayers. Yeah. Why has God let me down? Mm. Why has God done this to me? Yeah. Instead of, look how God has supplied my needs through this time. Yeah. Okay. So... And, and going back to the Lord Jesus, if I look at how many people abandoned him over the years, what, what size church would you say is a church that is, is a prosperous, uh, fulfilled church? How many people?
0: So In we, terms of...
1: So we, when we look at a congregation yeah. as a pastor, we, we look at pastors that have got big churches, mm. and we say, wow, that guy, is yes, yeah, he's doing it. At what point do we say, okay... Does every single person in that congregation know their pastor? Mm. If they're in trouble, is there somebody that can go and help them? Mm. I see the very big churches are battling. I see people phoning me mm. from big congregations. Pastor Kenneth, please, can I come see you? I need some counsel. Yeah. Phone your pastor. Yeah. Said, one lady said to him, I've been there 12 years. I've never met him. Yeah. We, what is prosperity? We, we talk about prosperity as finances, okay?
0: Yeah.
1: God, look what Jesus said what prosperity was. Go yeah. and see what he spoke, what prosperity was. If you're prospering and you're not giving, you're not prosperous. Yeah. That's as what simple as it is.
0: What would you say, because um, I think most of the times when we talk about prosperity, we just think a lot money, of money. Lot money, of money. money. Yeah. But you as a person, what would you say makes you or shows or reflects that you are prosperous? prospered? inside of so, you. So
1: for me as a per human being now, what, mm. I, what I require from the Lord the most peace, joy and physical health. Mm. Those are the three things that I require from the Lord. If I didn't have money, I may have added money in there.
0: Mm.
1: You see, so I, I'm, I'm not exceedingly wealthy, but if I compare myself to others, I'm exceedingly yeah. wealthy. But all of that, that I have, what about my health? I look at Steve Jobs. Mm. one of the wealthiest men in the world guess what he died of cancer what was his money worth Mm. when he died did he have peace knowing he's going with the lord i don't think he did Mm. did he have joy he never his health so if you're a healthy person today i can tell you there's very many very wealthy people Mm. that currently are very very sick Mm. they would give everything they have just to be healthy. yeah so what you're looking at as a young man you're saying, okay, I, I want to be wealthy. I want to have some money. I want to have a house. I want to have a car. Those are fine. Good things. But I can tell you now, if you don't have peace and joy mm. going into that, it's a waste. I've seen people that have come into some money. Had made. Have you ever heard saying that um, money can make a person ugly?
0: I've yeah. seen that.
1: I've seen as soon as people come off the streets, they've got nothing. Can
0: I, can I, can, can I say something? Mm. I don't, it's like, I don't know if zol actually comes in money doesn't i believe money doesn't really make people evil but money exposes what's already in the person um yeah in a sense i think so uh, let me let me ask you a question if i i, I to come to you Pastor Ken, like there's like 10 million rands do you think money will change you or, yeah, it w- 10 million. Yeah, or it will make you do what you're doing more even more, more. so that's why i'm saying it exposes that what's n- in there, that yeah, nature that's that's new yeah you're probably right yeah. i would agree with that i've yeah. seen that yeah
1: we, we had a, a couple with two kids in our congregation battling come to our church they st- after a year the lord just starts pouring out blessings on them mm. like massively and they're going to buy a boat they bought two boats mm. Then I see the one Sunday they're not at church, next Sunday they're not at church. So mm. I'm like, okay, let me phone them. What's going on? No, no, no. We, you know, we're so blessed by God. We, we decided to go out on the water every Sunday and have church on the water. We have a church service in oh. our boat on the water.
0: That's crazy.
1: You know, so, okay. <laughs> can I argue with it? I couldn't argue. I just said, okay. <laughs> and you know, it's a strange thing. The boat was s- smashed. So the boat was smashed. They, they didn't hurt themselves, but the boat got caught up in a, a rip current and there was a bridge that you can't go under because it's too low. And the boat was just crushed there. So their dreams were crushed. What's the best thing that could yeah. have happened to them? What was that? Because the next week they are back at church. And you <laughs> see,
0: now that's... It, it's, it's not always going to be accurate, you know, as a, as a leader. But there's, there's a term, the, the term to win someone yeah. You know, sometimes we think winning someone is like uh, getting someone to church. They accept yeah, No, no, no. To win someone's soul, yeah. that means you have to win their will, their mm. emotions, uh, 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 their thinking. You know, the, the, that's the, what the, repentance
1: uh, is. Yeah, metanoia.
0: It's a turning. So, it's a turning. So, so you you see, repentance is just a, a, a first part because I can repent, but it doesn't mean I'm all invested in God. Mm. There are certain things when you get saved they are uh, you still connected to the, uh, 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 the the kingdom of darkness mm. there are things they, they are not certain, in the world, not th- of the world yeah there are certain emotions that get to you and you think you are in control but demons are because uh, you demonize they mm. injecting those things to you but now to actually divert that person completely obviously God does it but he also uses you as a leader so to actually have that person being transformed from uh, a person who's you know uh, occupied by temptations within the flesh that nature whatever it is you know to be someone who is fully invested in god Mm. it's a lifetime process and that's what it actually means to 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 win someone now what leader uh, that specific leadership that deals with that what it does is that it channels people it creates if I can say, uh, 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 a is even in terms of, of finances, how finances actually flow in them. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So sometimes you find that we're not really into people. Sometimes we can be visiting people, but we're really not into people, like get to know people mm. and work, you know, be fully committed to work uh, 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 with them for a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's, that, that's where the problem is. And what I love is that leadership is actually based on what it's based on relationship you can't have leadership without relationship
1: so, so the relationship you have with the lord yeah will determine the relationship you have with people okay yeah and the relationship you have with the lord will be to determine your point of giving
0: definitely okay definitely. so here's the
1: thing i can tell you now that 90% of the people in most churches do not give yeah they they born again, spirit filled, on fire for God. They're doing things, yeah. but they do not give. Yeah. Okay. they You can give them as much teaching as you want. Yeah. Here's the thing: you cannot command and demand from them to give.
0: Definitely. Because it's
1: got to be a hot condition. Definitely. When you come from a mindset of poverty, to try and get that person to give into the kingdom of God is a very very difficult. It's thing. It's not easy. Definitely. But I, yeah. let me tell you this: the poorer people give the most. Yeah. But if you've got a poverty mindset, what am I saying? There's some poor people that don't have a poverty mindset. Mm. There's some rich people that have got a poverty they're poor, mindset. Def, they were hanging go, they're Hanging on to the go. lost set. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why I say even in my congregation, we could have solved our problems in a day if people mm. just said, okay, I'm going to give. And I, I was at a point where I was not going to beg. Yeah. I was not going to teach on it any longer. Yeah. People had to get it. Yeah. We had even this week. People saying, Oh, they're so sorry that we, we're not we're not running the church anymore. Mm. They've they've lost something. Well, you learn these things in life. Mm. So the Lord's pushed me onto different things. Yeah. And I'm I, I feel free. I feel excited. Um, I, I pray for the pastors that are out there mm. that are in congregations where they are battling. Yeah. And somebody might say, Well, maybe God hasn't called them. No, he has. Yeah. He has called them. Yeah. The the, the thing is this, and here's a challenge I have for these big congregations these big churches could fund these small churches in an, in a heartbeat yet it's they're true. spending millions on new sound new chairs new yeah. they will not give and go to a congregation and say my brother we see your heart we see you you the, the pressure you under Here you go yeah. they will not do that
0: i think we we, we we, we, I believe that's one. In fact, I wanted to speak about that. Um, one of the contribution, uh, uh, contributions has to, or attributes to the reason why you will have certain churches at um, at South Hills struggling. Mm. The, in fact, I can think of, th- of two. It's because there's no unity within the church, mm. but at the same time, is that you have guys who break up from the bigger church because they have Start, their own uh, yeah. you see so I'm that's
1: gonna sh- <laughs> i'm gonna show you now
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so, and that's not so, of god yeah so, so
1: they, yeah of course uh, the church split, yeah, yeah and god cannot bl- bless that yeah at all yeah you know no absolutely i think um listen when i went into ministry i was so excited it was so nice after 20 years i realized it's the toughest thing i've ever mm. had to do mm. you're dealing with people when I had my business, I had 350 people in, uh, in that worked for me. If they didn't do what I said after the third time, I fire you. In a, in a church, you've got to forgive seven times 70. Mm. So you've got to keep just wiping nappies, wiping noses, cleaning nappies. Come on guys, you can do this. Come on. It's very, very frustrating because the, the growth is slow. And every now and again, you get one man or one woman that gets it and you just see the transformation. And i'm like wow that's it and this is where i'm at with my with the walk with the lord i'm saying lord i want to see the transformation in people like i did when i first started my ministry yeah i want to see the word of god where the lord jesus says to the demons go and they go mm. and the man set free transformed that the whole neighborhood knows yeah i want to see that and we've seen that but it's almost like the last 10 years maybe less I've seen a lull in that. I've seen a resistance yeah. coming. There's a massive resistance to to, to the Lord Jesus. Mm. But I have an idea that over the next two years, because of the trials and tribulations that's going to come, mm. I think the Bible says something very interesting. It's in the Book of Revelations. Mm. It says that men will see such bad things that their hearts will fail them. Mm. Th- that means they'll have a physical heart attack. Okay, we're going to be going through a time where. Your faith is going to be for daily bread. Yeah. Okay. Daily bread. Just like in the desert when they were walking round and mm. round, they trusted the Lord for daily bread. Yeah. we can going to come to that time where when the Lord blesses and you hang on to it, yeah. you'll see you will lose it. Yeah. We're going to come to a time, and that's why he the, 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 uh, we, we asked, What's the name of this show? It's Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for what's coming? Yeah. Are you ready for what the globalists have planned for you? Yeah. They're trying to stop the gospel. Yeah. Uh, They're trying to get you into a place of negativity where you're saying, oh, where's God? Yeah. That's going to be a daily struggle. But you know what's going to happen in that time? Yeah. I believe the Lord's going to bless certain people with the ability to feed thousands of people. Mm. He's going to bless individuals to look after His children. Mm. And what's going to happen, and I've seen this so often, Um, people come from other churches. Uh, That's a lady. She's a domestic worker. She's looking after three kids. Her husband left her. Mm. And the pastor says to her, you're not blessed because you're not giving. And and that irks me. It's going to come to a time where there's going to be the true children of God standing up, feeding those people that desperately need. Yeah. In spirit, truth, and in physical. Yeah. So... We need to be aware that things are coming. The finances that we are used to are not going to be there. Yeah. There's a global crash coming. They planned it. This has been planned a long time ago, but the Lord knows about this. Mm. And there's going to be very few pockets of Christians that the Lord's going to use in this time mightily. Yeah. And you know what happens when when countries go to war or countries have a, a recession and there's just nothing? People call on Almighty God. Yeah. They start to call on Jesus. And, yeah. and we have to go through this. Yeah, The Bible is clear. There's so yeah. much prophecy happening now yeah. that people are shocked just reading the word of God and say, but yeah, this thing is.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So um, yeah, we need, to, we need to start thinking out of the box. We need to have, have um, our own little gardens going. There need to be stuff that we're doing, because in the Bible it says they had storehouses. What is in your storehouse? Have you made a plan? Yeah. Most people are one check away from being on the street. Mm one paycheck they don't get it they're on the street that's how south africa is living i don't Mm -hmm. know about the rest of the world but 90 percent of south africa if not more are living one paycheck at a time
0: when that paycheck is done
1: sorry on the street yeah and and i'm not speaking that over people but i'm asking the question when that comes to plus when these tough times come are you ready to stand in faith because your faith will be tested yeah. and it's in that time of testing that we can see is this person clinging to Jesus or is yeah. he clinging to his bank account yeah, yeah. And, and unfortunately we have to go through those tests yeah. so yeah I think we're going to be running out of time shortly but I, I just want to say um, for those Christians that are out there that are battling and perhaps you can't even find a place to go and worship a lot of Christians can't find a church that they feel they're not fitting in because when they go there it's all about money and, and they're going there to hear from the Lord and then it's about money. Overlook those things. Go and find a place to fellowship. Go and find a church that, that speaks out of the Word of God. Go find mm. a church where if you want a meeting with a pastor, he will meet with you mm. and start to attend. The Bible says, do not forsake the gathering of the saints. Mm. Why? Because when you're not in a group of people, who's going to encourage you? Mm. I have people phoning me on a daily basis. Pastor Kenneth, can you come to my house and pray because I feel there's evil here. First question I ask is, why don't you ask your pastor? Mm. Do you know what the answer is? Mm. I've never met him, I don't know him. How sad is that? So I pray that the church in South Africa, I understand having a big church, it's fine home cells mm. but i start to pray that the church the home church starts to grow in south africa mightily yeah where a man's got maybe 30 40 people in his congregation but when they pray there's power yeah when they see god that's in the right way in spirit and in truth yeah so yeah we just uh, i yeah. think we will end up for that and i yeah. just pray over south africa for people to start seeing what is truth yeah stop following the lie stop following politicians as if they are your savior They can do nothing for you. They are there for themselves. We need to start clinging to Almighty God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. I pray the Holy Spirit revival that I've seen over South Africa start to come in 2023. We will see a mighty, mighty, mighty move of God. Mm. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm. Amen.
0: Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like the posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word Active FM radio has never been better. Active FM radio
1: has never been better.